This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! This episode of the Scarf Bagarrow is brought to you by Ketamine for all aches and pains. Even in all, we've engaged emergency podcast protocol just like when the Queen dies. Um, obviously, we've got a lot to unpick tonight. I'm Nick Lee, joined by Rush Johnson, Dave Long, yep. and Peter Wilson. Uh, I'll have the first word on it. I tell you what, I'm not fucking going on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might join you there, mate. Should we stay in the pub, shall we? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just a quick one before we start on this episode we will obviously cover Gannon that's the first thing that's, that's going to take most of the episode up we're all gonna have, also going to have a bit of a word about John Jeffers uh, who sadly lost his life uh, earlier this week age 52 so uh, stay tuned for that and when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me then um, you know, <laughs> it also helps as well I'm fully on board I'm a, I'm a brand bitch now I mean, you know, like, people are trying to outpop each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to, to get us away from Edgley Park. We couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that, that bird yeah. from the Cheedleham full of bird yeah. shit. <laughs> In a week where we lost weirdhead record producer and actress murderer Phil Spector, we saw a lot of great county on the telly. Okay, into Jim Gannon then, for want of a better phrase. Um, I'll read out the statement that we 
that was released at five o'clock on 21st of January, 2021. Uh, Stockport County Football Club of today parted company with manager Jim Gannon. This has been an extremely difficult decision for the club's board to take and not a decision taken lightly. The decision is not results-based, but is centred around culture. We thank Jim for his long-standing service to the club as both player and manager. He has rightfully been immortalised into the club's Hall of Fame and will always be a huge part of county's history. We want to reassure fans that every decision made, we believe to be in the best long-term interests of the club. Assistant manager Dave Conlon will take interim responsibility whilst a a new manager is appointed. There will be no further comment until an appointment is made. Okay, pick the bones out of that. There's not much to pick the bones out of, really, is there? It's just... It's, it's almost McKnight-esque. It's, it's coming very close to it, just, just not saying an awful lot, really. Um, I, I, I do think they are going... Have they done it when there's no fans coming in so they don't have to answer to anyone? They can hope that the new man can come in, get up and running pretty quick, and by the time we're allowed in, we'll be winning games and it'll all be forgotten. Is, is, do you reckon that's the consensus or what? There's rumours yeah. that the season's going to finish, though. So... It's, it's the first big mistake that Mark Scott and Co have have made, in my opinion. Um, I'll I'll start <laughs> off with with my opinions. I am I'm angry. I'm disappointed with this football club today. I was going to say, have you been listening to that Dagenham um, commentator? <laughs> 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 Not Mark Scott. It's Mark Scott. You did say Scott, didn't you? I don't know. Did, what did I say? <laughs> it sounded like yeah, anyway. I thought, anyway, sorry. So sorry. Carry on. So you're, yes, you're. I know. And we've been talking just before we, we came on air, and I can, can tell you're visibly actually um, not happy with that, that um, decision. That's. Uh... I just don't get it. I mean, we've talked about culture in the last few podcasts about what we think it is at the moment and where we think it's going, but to sack a manager who's fourth in the league with games in hand winning games and to say it's not a result-based decision, I just don't get it whatsoever. I just, it's, it's stupid. This is a really stupid decision by the club. Yeah, there's, there's plenty going on that we don't know about. If it's not a, just a results-based decision, then yeah, there's, there's plenty going on there. Uh, and we'll probably never get to find out. Um, but yeah, you're... A third of the way through the season, um, if it has died on its arse that quickly, then it must be, you know, irreparable. Um, the differences that the you know the various parties have with each other. Um, so you kind of break it down like that. It's not a massive surprise. Um, obviously, we weren't expecting it. Um, it's just you, you just can't imagine modern day county without Jim Gannon, uh, and it is. Just very, very difficult to take. Yeah, I mean, I've been going since March '95, my friend. So every good, everything good that's happened in my time supporting County, Jim has been involved with, one way or another. And let's not forget, if if he'd not come in five years ago or whatever, we, we'd probably have dropped into proper part-time regional football. We were well on the way there. This this is the man who who. At the end of the day, saved the club so many times. It's just, I, 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 I just baffled him. Just, I don't. There's obviously, there's obviously more to it, that, like you said, that we don't know. 
yeah, and they will, yeah, and we'll we'll probably never know. Yeah, I, 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 you know, echo what Dave said. I think um, I, 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 a part of me just thinks it's modern football. It's modern day football. The 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 players. I, I don't know if the players have have done this, but generally, it's it's, it's not the manager manages the players anymore, is it? The, the manager, you know, it, it has to be really good at man management skills as well, as well as the technical aspects. And, and that's just that's just the way it is these days. I don't think that, you know, uh, kicking a kicking a size nine boot that you see on the floor across the across the dressing room anymore works. I think I think times have changed. So I, I don't know. It's servant leadership. So the, the players, to a certain extent, they're the ones going out doing the jobs. So they they need to be happy. And if they're not happy, then the you know the the people that appoint the manager will start to question the manager. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's my take on it. That's where I think it might have it might have come undone. And I'm not. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's a what's the word like really sort of immediate decision. I don't think they've had a, an argument about expenses, you know, at a hotel or anything like that. Maybe it's been bubbling up for a long time. Um, they, they could see these, you know, these dynamics in the squad, and, and they just think, think that now, now, now the time is right. Maybe something after the Dagenham match just tipped it over the edge. Who knows? But you, yeah. you mentioned about it being modern football, but the whole yeah. emphasis of the rebranding before the season started was about how that's not what we are. You know, we, we're not Man City, despite what our badge might say. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's that, that's the whole thing we've been. Yeah, I, I I I took that I took that video as as being um, as being the non the non footballing elements of of being a club like close to the community all that kind of thing the footballing elements that's got to keep up with 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 today's football otherwise you will get left behind won't you you'll get left behind if you don't keep up with the with the non football non footballing elements as well. Um, so I think on I think on the pitch and the, and the staff and all that kind of thing is you know he's got all the staff around him maybe he's just not kept up with with that kind of thing that they want. I mean he's done he's done pretty decent. I mean yeah, oh, yeah not arguing not arguing third, third in the national league with half a bloody new squad. Well you know it's yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah not doing so fucking bad. I know I know and that, that that's that's the most shocking thing for me. You know like you said before Nick he's. He dragged, he dragged, he dragged us out of National League North with nothing, basically. You know, we, we didn't have this money that Stotts brought in. Saved us the first time round. Um, third in the National League. I was about to go on a podcast to be a guest about looking at all the stats, and half my content that I was talking about would have been around Jim Gannon and the way he plays football, the way he set up his sets up his teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it baffles me. It baffles me, and that's why it only can only lead me to think that it's something to do with the dynamics of the of, of the people. So not only have they, have they ruined my life, they've ruined your burgeoning media career as well. Yeah, it, it wasn't going to go anywhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just for, for me, it just appears that they have seized that first opportunity. Yeah, um, that. Maybe there's, you know, things have been building up behind the scenes, and like as you say, some after Dagenham has has tipped it over the edge. But it seems to be that the first opportunity they've had is to, is to get rid of him. Now we we all wanted it to be kind of this kind of footballing utopia where Gannon takes us to the championship and um, is carried off shoulder high into the sunset. You know what I mean? Uh, and we all we all wanted that, and. 
you know that's not now not going to happen and yeah it's uh it's uh, I, I feel i feel genuinely sorry for the man yeah um <laughs> you know he's done so much for the club on and off the pitch he's done so much given up his spare time you know to to, to help the club um and you know come back as a fan before he was manager after he finished playing um and there's just it's not he's not just a manager he's not just a player um the, to a certain degree he is what modern day county is all about mm. well is is he, is he not the reason that county is modern is, is where it is now the mod, that, it, that yeah. it is he's kind of the reason that Stott was able to take over the club and yeah. do that isn't he it's, it's a massive part of that reason yeah yeah I mean I, I, you and Nick have just said there that you know he's taken us out of regional football with bugger all to spend um, and done an absolutely amazing job and yeah he's just not been given a fair a fair crack at it he feels um, like you know, it, you know, the it, weirdest season ever where it stops, yeah. start, is it going to finish? There's no fans and all the rest of the, you know, the stuff that, that comes with that. Um, and he's, he's done his best, literally again with one arm time behind his back. I know he's had a lot of, you know, new players, you know, new training facility, I get that. But it still feels with all the kind of COVID weirdness that he's still not been able to manage to that full potential. And whatever has gone on is, yeah... Still, uh, it's easy to be cynical at times like this and kind of hit out and uh, and criticise um, the board and and the new owner and things like that. Um, but it ju- still just seems that they've just taken that first opportunity to get rid of him. It feels like he's he's leaving once again with unfinished business at yeah. this club. That's exactly yeah, what it feels like. Yeah, yeah I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's and obviously I I want to keep coming back to the, the word culture because it's massive in, in just this, this short statement as well. I don't see a culture now at this club. The Gannon was the culture, the main focus around the culture. If you look at it, like if I, when I went to think Stockport County, I automatically think Jim Gannon. Now look at the club now without Gannon in there. What do you think? When this, What culture do we have? Because that's something we've talked about for the last few months of podcast. What what is because Jim's mentioned it a few times in interviews that players aren't buying into like culture and stuff like that. It's something. So what 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 is it? Because we st- we still don't know. The club have mentioned the club obviously think of the culture as something important because they've cited that in the reasons for for sacking Jim. So it's obviously vital to them. So what the fuck is it? You know, if, yeah. if anyone wants to come out and say this is what we expect from the culture, this is this is how the hiring process and the new manager is going to go. This is what we're looking for. Da, da, da. You know, we, we're still none the wiser as fans as to what this supposed culture is that they're trying to ingrain. Yeah, we. Your culture come. Your culture ultimately comes from the chairman, doesn't it? So it comes from stock. It's got to. A culture's got to come from the top, and it flows down. It's your values and principles of what you, of what you abide by. So you know, I don't know. You know, respect for each other and. You know, uh, empower people to do the best. You, you know, you're allowed to fail. There's no blame. All that kind of thing stitches into your values and principles, which makes up your culture. And I just think, have they set out? They've set out. They, I don't know. I, I clearly don't know. But have they set out a number of values and principles, documented them, and Gannon has consistently breached one or two of them on numerous occasions? And they may have said to him, "Look, that's not. That's not." A value that, that we abide by it's not a principle you, you, you need to change and maybe he's con- continually done that 
Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much what I was going to say there is that he mentioned um, culture after Hartlepool, you know, his post-match and uh, all, all, everything that happened after that. But the players, um, not all of the players being on board with what he's trying to do. And now tonight, the cl- club have mentioned culture. Um, so they're clearly, you know, there's clearly some massive difference between the, the two sets of ideas. And like you say, Ross, is it, you know, he's not, kind of meeting what Stott on the board want? Um, yeah. Or is it kind of more the other way around? Um, is Gannon just not getting through to the players, not getting through to uh, the board, director of football and people like that? And and he's just like, no, sorry, I'm, I, I can't do this because um, we're not on the same wavelength. You know, is it more of a mutual yeah. thing? We're still yeah, getting the results though. That's the thing. Well, yeah, and that's that's what puzzles me. That really does puzzle me. But just going back to the culture thing, I mean, yeah, you you, you know, you set your your culture out, your principles and values. Jim will have his playing and coaching philosophies. You know, that, that's that's pretty much tied down. Um, I just wonder. It'd, it'd be great to ask the club. You know, can can the club tell us what these what this culture is? Because it'd be, it'd be great to understand it, and that's that's what I mean by modern football. You know, when when I was a kid, in, in you know in the nineties, um, it's almost like um, real life imitating art. Really, For, I'm going to go back to Championship Manager. It was literally you pick your players, you press space bar to go faster, you pick your tactic. That's probably what it was like in the nineties and the eighties. You know, you had, you had your chairman, the manager, the manager picked the players. You know, they had fucking McDonald's in the morning before training, like Letitia's admitted to, and all that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, all this old school stuff. And as you move on, you know, like now, I mean, we've heard, I heard Danny Cowley, I, I, I listened to um, a podcast with Danny Cowley on it, actually, and he was talking about having, and this is where I've got it from, values and principles at a top level driven down through the staff, everybody at the club, not just the, not just the, the playing and coaching staff, everybody through the club, all the way down to the players. Um, and I just wonder if, if that's what they've done. And like I said before, he's getting possibly may have may have uh, gone against some of that yeah poss- poss- yeah yeah but i mean well yeah we have to assume that that is yeah. that is that is what's happened because if it's, if it's not results based then that that must be what it what it is well exactly i mean if we get on to the results the results have been i mean we have some some people moaning haven't we about some of the results fair enough yeah. four nil at artipool two one at home to weymouth mm. um i mean people complained about the the two two at, at home to alti as well which, you know, 2-0 up, fair play. Um, but, you know, by and large, the results and the performances have been pretty good, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's, I just, I just, I'm just so confused by it. I just don't get it at all. It's the, the next manager they have to hire, they have to get it completely 1,000% right. Yeah, if no, not, no, no, if some bots, they need to be up and running straight away. But, but well, on, on to that then, who... Who, who do you think are realistic options? And a lot of people have said Danny Cowley. Yeah, that's, which I, that's. I think it's, it's the only circumstances for me where you think, oh, maybe yeah, that they've actually that's a good replacement. That if if it's Matt Janssen, then I'll be in the bath with my toaster <laughs> because <laughs> because that is not an inspiring appointment. You, you no. don't sack you don't sack a club legend and bring in Matt Janssen. You, you no, just know. It's got to be an established name, hasn't it? I think, for me, Danny Cowley, I know that he he spoke highly of us um, in recent interviews on Football Focus yeah. and and something else that I saw him on, might have been an FA Cup draw. 
Um, so he spoke highly, and, and I know because I listened to I've listened to him on podcasts. He's you know he's really sort of well you know well up there in terms of that modern modern day football management. Um, so I, I, that that'd be not my guess. That's who that's who I'd like. Yeah, he did he did well at Lincoln, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, well, one thing I did notice though from from looking at him, he, he does favour older players, which is at odds with what I what I personally want as the culture of the club. You know, bringing like I've done in the past, bringing through youngsters and selling them on. That that's a pretty big part of it for me. Well, you see how um, starters started, um, and obviously Jim Gannon up until until today is that he has brought in a lot of experienced players, players that have finished article. Um, not necessarily older players. Well, mind you, Hogan and Maynard are over 30, aren't they? Uh, Rooney's got to be approaching 30. But yeah. um, it kind of fits that that ethos that we've already seen from from the initial signings that we've had over the last year is that they, they are experienced, you know, football league standard players. So um, with, with someone like Danny Cowley, yeah, um, if that's the way he wants to go, and I'm sure um, Stock, and uh, Wilson will will be on board with that. You've got to get a mixture. I think you you can have your older players, which is fine. I think I think it's your average age. There you go. Back to stats again. It's your, it's your average age that counts. So you can bring in the you can bring in you can blood new players, but you need that experience to get you through. Uh, it, it sounds like they they know what they need to do to get the team the club up the leagues. Which is, I mean, maybe they're expecting that they should be top of the league by now. With, with the investment they've got and it sh- they should just be battering every team that, that they come across and may- maybe they think it is a bit of uh, underachievement I know they said it's not results based but you know with the money they've spent that's got, is that part of it? I don't know if there is well, that, if that's falling into a danger, dangerously modern football mindset there though that, that's the Man City type of mindset the, the mindset that Watford have got at the moment where they're changing manager every three months it's, the last thing we want is to become that yeah definitely so like, yeah. So like you said the, the next appointment has got to be spot on like Peter said before it's got to be spot on now I, I yeah. know we've, we've said that every time in the past and they've been dreadful appointments but th- this, this could possibly be one of the biggest appointments in our history this it's, it's, you're absolutely right. It's got to be spot on because I, I'm with you, Dave. I've I had divisions of Gannon with us in the championship. Yeah, he's got he's yeah. got the credentials. He's got he's got the qualifications. He's technically, I think he could. You know, he's got the ability to, to take us up to that to that place. It would have um, made so, it better as well going there. Going there with Jim would have made it better for me as well. Yeah, well, just getting back into the football league with Jim would have. You know, yeah. I'd I'd have cried. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm probably not going to do that now. <laughs> Quite for other reasons now. Aren't you? It's, 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 it's because it, with, with Jim, you, you you have that emotional connection with with him, don't you? Because of what yeah. he's done, and we've watched him play in the nineties and all that kind of thing. So may, maybe when you get to, back to the football, it's like, oh yes, Jim's done it, fucking fantastic. If it's like um, you know, Carlos kick a ball now, we get in as manager. Well, it's kind of a bit emptier. He's got us up, yeah. He'll get he'll get us up, and he'll he'll get us up with with the players, you know, and spend some money, and that's where we need to be. That's that's part of the machine now, isn't it? You, you're right, Ross. You're right. It's that emotional attachment, and if anyone deserved to get us back into the football league after the shift he's put in over the last five years, it's Jim Gannon. And now, it and it just feels a little bit hollow, doesn't it? If we if manager X gets us back into the football league, you know, at the first attempt, great. You know, we'll all be obviously really pleased to be back there. But 
yeah, you just kind of feel a bit sorry for for, for Jim, don't you? Yeah. Do you, do you think that if Mark was Mark Stott was a county fan growing up, I'm not entirely sure if he was. If you think he kind of have been on this journey with us of watching Jim as a player as a manager, do you think he would have still made this decision? I think it'd have been harder for him. I think, I think it'd have been a lot harder for him. I think but at the end of the yeah, he's, he's a businessman at the end of the day and he yeah. wants to return. He wants return and he wants progress and that's that's what they like to see. Um, but you're saying that now and the statement they've released, I just don't understand it then. That's a completely wrong decision. Well, yeah. No, you make a good point because the, 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 there, there has been progress in our, in our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if this if a new man comes in now and gets us promoted, it's going to be Gannon's team. If he doesn't get us promoted, then we can just going to say, well, Gannon would have got promoted. It's it's just baffling. I'm. Is it, is it though? Is it Gannon's team? Because he's got a director of football there. He's got, you know, someone that's literally triple, quadruple the budget overnight. Um, I'm a little bit sceptical as to how many players he's actually gone out there and, and sought and gone. Yeah, we need X, Y, and Z if we're gonna if we're gonna do this within a couple of years. Um, I don't doubt that people like. Richie Bennett and Jordan Williams were near the top of his list um, because he's obviously worked, worked with those worked with those players before. But yeah, um, I'm a little bit sceptical as to exactly how many players uh, those uh, are Jim Gannon's players. I, I, it's just going to be it's a little off topic, but players like Sam Minhin and Adam Thomas now, where does this kind of leave them? Because they kind of bought into his culture over the last five years. I know Sam's contract is is, is coming up soon. Um, I'm pretty sure Thomas is as well. So, do they want to stick around now with with what's going on? Or because I know I know Sam's county through and through. So, if as long as they're getting paid, look, there's, there's there's the only loyalty in football is is fans to clubs. The the, the rest it's it's mm-hmm. it's mercenary. So, I I you know I put my house on if if the new manager comes in and likes Sam, Sam will stay. Pretty sure. Hmm. I don't. Th- oh, and Sam likes the new manager. So let's say it's, you know it's two way. I, I think I think Sam well, stays. Well, while we're on um, the new manager, because we mentioned Danny Cowley um, was was one of the rumours. But from looking through Facebook here, a few people are suggesting Simon Rusk. I'll just uh, let that one percolate with you. Simon Rusk. And that's perc- and that's percolated. Excellent. Yeah, um, he used, he used to be our, used to be our right championship manager, but he's, uh, he's he's manager of Brighton under twenty threes at the moment. So okay, yeah, yeah. A few people, few people in the Facebook groups are throwing his name around, which is very inspiring. He, he yeah. used to play used to play for Boston, Northwich Vicks, York, and Crawley, and yeah, he's yeah he manages Brighton under twenty threes. But oh. he was he was the top of my list anyway. <laughs> I think I think uh, Matt Janssen just jumped up mine. <laughs> I mean, I was just to go onto the Facebook group now. I'm just going on social media. The reaction I've never seen county fans agree with something so much. And since, since the last time he was sacked, yeah, I just, just the... that was the last time I saw the fan base so united. <laughs> it's just it's uh... people are fucking weird, aren't they? I don't necessarily agree with people saying they should boycott 
streams, boycott season tickets, boycott giving the club money because at the end of the day, as much as we all love Jim and what he's done to the club, it's not Jim Gallon FC, it's Stockport County at the end of the day. Um, we've obviously, everyone obviously agrees about this decision that it's it's wrong. Time will tell. Um, you know, in a year time, we could be looking back at this podcast and be like, look at us, we were fucking idiots, weren't we? But yeah. I can't. I can't believe three of them guys on that podcast died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the other thing to think about as well. Is you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I love, I love Gannon. I love, love him being in charge of our club. But football does move on. Um, I don't want to sound, you know, I know someone's not died, but football does move on, and, and football fans are fickle. So. If we do get a new manager, well, when we get a new manager in and say he does take us up this season or whenever the season resumes or whatever it may be, this the, the, what we just look back on this and go, well, that was just a decision that, that happened, like like we do with every other decision that's happened in the past. You know, you, you just got to think about the, what's coming next, don't you? Yeah, it was a decision that we kind of all feared would be made sooner rather than later, um, especially if we didn't get promoted maybe this season as soon as the end of this season or next season it, it was going to be it was going to be made and you are right Ross yeah if this new manager comes in takes us up um, I, like I said before it does feel a little bit hollow but um, when we're holding the trophy up outside the town hall and nobody's there to see it um, are we are we going to be that arsed probably not but that's certainly nothing against Jim Gannon but like you say Football fans are fickle. There's no, there's no accounting for people, is there? No. Shall we just look at some of the replies on social media then, on Twitter and Facebook? So I'll, I'll read out a couple. Oh, I'm um... just gonna go and get another tremadol. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, John Billsbury, who's, who's, a, who's a big friend of the podcast, he's put, um, "I've got that cold, hollow feeling I felt in the past when a loved one has passed away. What do they think they're playing at?" Yeah, I felt like I'd been pushed out of a plane. Yeah, you did say that. That's pretty funny. To be fair. When I read it, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I oh. agree with John. Well done, John. Like that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. As ever, John's spot on. Steve Pollard says, "Is it going to be a bedwetter special episode?" Well, we'll let, we'll let you decide if it's that or not. <laughs> Every episode's a bedwetter special with us. Um, Connor, who's a regular a regular replier to us. Well, uh, he's put, um, was told months ago Stott was looking for an excuse to get rid of Gannon and replace him with Matt Janssen. I laughed at the time, said Stott would have to be a moron to do that. Looks like he's a moron. Well, he's but, not appointed J- Matt Janssen yet. But, honest, the, so. but the thing is, though, the, the I don't agree with that because they've, they gave him a new contract at the beginning of the season, another two-year contract. So obviously this has happened Some, recently. Something's something happened, recently. happened between that and now. Yeah, yeah, ov- yeah. obviously, yeah. So I don't think it's been building up from this, the moment he walked through the door. I think it's just happened in the last month or two. Being cynical there, contracts mean fuck all. Um, all they're gonna, the county are going to do is pay up his contract. Yeah, yeah. they can, can afford to pay him off. Yeah. Which yeah. they absolutely can afford to do. So, yeah, yeah, it means fuck all. I mean, it was just to kind of you know give the impression that, yeah, we're fully behind him. I'll tell you what, the honeymoon is well and truly over for stock now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's been everything's been pretty positive. There's been a couple of things. There've been long-term members of staff that were let go, and that, like maybe a couple of missteps, possibly with like little things like badges and embroidery that we won't get into here because we'll be deemed bedwetters. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. Now, now he's got a real fire to fight. Now he's got, he's got the fans' backs up. Yeah. Do you not think a little bit that they've kind of done a lot right? You know, there was the rebranding, brand spanking new kit, redeveloping Angley Park, you know, and all the rest of it, and then bang, they hit you with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they knew what a shitstorm this would create. So let's um, let's put them up first of all, and then. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, that Dave. That's not a bad shout at all. It softens the blow, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, well, it hasn't for me, really. But <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, if we'd have been in the ground as well, it would have softened the blow even more because you get to see what you see the progress, then don't you? And you and you can feel the progress. That's a good shout, that Dave. I've not not considered that. Um, Chris S, whose bloaty float has put, might as well start a boycott of all home streams this season at the very least, and then season ticket renewals. And as, I, as I said before, it, it's not Jim Gannon FC, it's not Bacowie FC. That doesn't yeah, happen to us. I, yeah, I won't, be, I won't be going that far. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I, I hope people don't do that. Um, it, it was it was one thing when he got he got sacked when we were in the National League last time and it did look like there was, there was still a threat of the club going out of existence. I think it was a very different matter then. Was, oh, we will go off and support Jim FC because it can't be any worse than this shit show. But yeah, the, the club, the club's changed now. I mean, it happened when Danny Bagaro got sacked. Um, you know, we, everyone was like, "Oh shit, what are we going to do? It's the end of the yeah. world." And you know, we recovered, and what three years later, we we got promoted, which is you know, well, it was two, two years later, wasn't it? Was it only yeah. two seasons later? It was just off the top of my head, yeah. Oh, two right, okay. uh, which was something that, unfortunately, Danny couldn't couldn't achieve. And no one ever thought that when he left. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Pete. Yeah, it's it's not Jim Gallon's club. Um, you know, it's ours. And, yeah, yeah, we we will we will live. Fingers, though, it does feel like the end of the world, to be fair, in recent times as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, the last 12 months have been shit enough already, and then they go and throw this into the mix. You think, oh, yeah. why, why do I bother? <laughs> oh, when, when, I, when I go and finally get my vaccine, can you just make sure it's piss in there? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Injects into my eyeballs. So yeah. Watchers on a Saturday. Oh, God. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 It'll be interesting. Dave Dave Conlon's taking charge of the team for Saturday. Um, yeah. So you do you do because all the staff were given contracts with Jim, with Jim in the summer. So will a new manager want want their own stuff? Just to throw another thing into the mix. Uh, apparently, Mark Stott plays golf with Nigel Pearson. Apparently, so there you go. <laughs> it's, it's turning into a bit of a pop bitch column now, this isn't it? <laughs> 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 Oh, brilliant. Well, uh, what else is there to say on it then? Um, is there anything more else to say on it? I, I, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, I'd literally what I was about to say. If you are listening, thank thank you for everything. Thank you, thank you. Don't go, don't get me going. I, I can't say anything. I'm surprised we've been as eloquent as we have because when we, we, I went into this thinking, oh, there's no words. That's why I didn't do a fucking intro. <laughs> uh, there's, 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 there's no words. There's no words. Like I said before, um, everyone's seen me tweet just before we come on. It's not just, you know, nuts and bolts. It's not just there's a player and a manager. It's what he's done for the community, for the fans, for everything. Yeah. It's that that makes it that much more difficult to take. Yeah. Uh, it's not just another football manager. Someone, someone's just tweeted in saying, just hearing it will be Joey Barton. 
Yeah, I, I just uh, saw that. Oh, I've, I've, no. My shit is itching right now. <laughs> yeah, Ian Dowden, who's another regular uh, sort of tweeter and replier to us, so cheers for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to get names thrown about, aren't we? What I will say is, I mean, just to echo what you lads said about thank you to Jim, you know, this, in, this, in the county arms where I'm sat now, there are two managers I've got pictures up on the wall, Danny Begar and Jim Gannon, and they will, you know, I don't think we're going to see Jim Gannon back again for a fourth spell, are we? Let's put it that way. So, yeah, I think those two are, are there. Uh, I really hope we see him. I really hope we see him back as a fan, though. Really do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would would you come back? I don't know. It's it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. Oh, I, I wouldn't, but I'm an extremely bitter and vindictive individual, Russ, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, I do know. It. <laughs> what do you do know? It's probably a stupid thing to to ask, but it's probably names a sta- like a name I stand after after him. It's probably not going to happen now, is it? <laughs> I don't know. No. So, I think something should be, and you know, we've got Connor's bar, aren't we? And you know, he's our most yeah, successful I mean... manager. Most, you know, he's played a load of games for us. Played at the highest point of our, you know, of our football existence. So I think something should happen. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, we never thought that after the way that Bagara left, that we'd end up naming a stand after him. Um, mm. So you never know. Might take some time, but yeah, so I think something should be done eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great shout, that. Great shout. Hello, fellow county fans. I just wanted to take a moment of your time to tell you about the Scarf Bagara World blog. Each month, there's an in-depth look at all the talking points in action, and there is a veritable cornucopia of articles that are already there for your viewing pleasure. Head over to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. Um, Okay, on to other matters then. Uh, Yeah. uh, John Jeffers, earlier this week, uh, passed away... Um, yeah, really sad to hear about that. Fifty-two as well—that's no age, is it? Absolutely no age to pass away. No. Um, not. So yeah, he was—he uh, was our sort of number eleven back in the nineties. For those that don't know, he um, played close to fifty games in the ninety-six, ninety-seven season that everyone forgets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that team was just that good that he was went a little bit under the radar, didn't he? Um, not certainly nothing against his ability or anything. He was a fantastic, fantastic footballer. You know, could play with both feet, take people on. Um, that goal against Carlisle on Boxing Day the season before was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Wonder, wonderfully gifted player. Because he was, he was all set to. Um, he was close to making it playing for Liverpool, wasn't he? And then the then they signed John Barnes, and that was history. Then he moved on. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good clear. Well thought of at Port Vale as well. Mm-hmm. Had a very good I spell. No, I, I didn't know that he was in the in the Vale team that beat us in '93. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, the stand standout moment for me was uh, the goal against Watford. Yes, yeah, same. Um, yeah, cracking goal that, and just I think it was one nil in the end. Once it, I think it was. I'm yeah. not, not sure if it was late on, but it was. It was definitely a one nil win. And um, yeah, yeah. Kavaka had gone off injured with that awful leg break, hadn't he? And Jeff oh, was at the same on. one. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Uh, yeah, that's three three members of that team who sadly passed on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Durkin, Ware, and and Jeffers. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Oh, it's a somber, it's a somber pod tonight, lads, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what what did you do last night, anyway, Russ? And you, Dave? You did. You got up to something last night, didn't you? As well. You you oh, you, yeah. 
Me and Russ went out cottaging, didn't you? Me and Russ went out dogging last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so last, last night, me and Dave, we had uh, Darren Ryan on the pod, which was... Oh, um, cru- cruising for County Legends. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. It was a proper treat. It was a proper treat. Yeah, he was, he was good. He taught, spoke very highly of County, spoke very highly of Jim as well. I know he's oh. not dead, Jim, but, you know, he spoke very highly of him. <laughs> Um, I am though. I'm dead. My are you cold dead inside. Dead. Oh, <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just, a... just get that gif of Michael Scott in the office, say I am dead inside, and just post <laughs> that. Like that could be the podcast art sorted. <laughs> um, yeah, spoke very highly of us at the club. Still follows us. Um, went into a bit of detail with Dave, didn't we, about um, the, the sort of team of that era and. And, and Bagara and, and the players that were surrounding him and, and how yeah, he got dropped yeah. how we got dropped for the for the end of the season didn't play didn't even make the squad at Wembley for the Burnley match so interesting interesting to talk about to him yeah it's good yeah either either of those Wembley trips he didn't play mm. uh, 93 and 94 but yeah we had a, we had a good team wag about um, you know the, the couple of seasons he was there and the sides you know the, the players that played around him and a couple of fantastic fantastic teams that he played in so yeah yeah keep your eyes for that one excellent just sorry just for just one for me just another comment that's come through which i think i think we should we should read out it's um from aunt sherrett if you've heard if you've seen that name before on, on twitter uh thanks for everything jim i can't remember what my dad's just said to me he feels worse now than when danny went in 95 and we were just talking about that weren't we oh yeah, yeah. Going and, and now it's got similarities yeah. i I just quickly want to go into admin. All the content that we had for this week and next week, we've just scrapped it. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like Dave's got uh, all Dave's stuff that he's been writing uh, for the next week has probably just been side-pieced. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've got to stick a paragraph on the end of the uh, first part of the January review. So, yeah, thanks for that, County. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's the thing. We, we did do another pod last night uh, with John Crook. So apologies to John Crook, but that one won't, that one won't be going out. But we'll, do, we'll, we'll get you on again, John. Um, we'll bring it out on vinyl. Live on the B-side. Live edition. So yeah, great stuff. So, um, final word then on on Gannon before we wrap it up and and, and do some some housekeeping. Um, I don't know. Just just uh, does anybody want to sum their feelings up? Yeah, it, it was gonna it was gonna happen. Um, I, I did hope above all hope that he would be with us for you know for forever. But we kind of knew that this day would come. Yeah, just hoped it wouldn't be so soon. But no, big thanks to Jim and his staff and everything for everything they've done over the last five years. Just really, really can't thank him enough from from where we were to where we are now. So yeah, big thank you. Exactly what what Dave just said, but I'm more, I'm more to the point that I'm angry and disappointed at the club. Um, the lo- first time in a long time that's actually happened, and I I'm I really want a statement from the club about why they've done this. Not exactly a five year plan like we had last a few years ago, but I want to I want I want their vision for the future now and where we go from here because it's just completely. For me, it's just you just tore up the whole season. I'm just throwing it away. We should do an extra podcast uh, before the next one and ask Pete about his feelings about it because I, d- I couldn't work out whether he was angry or disappointed or anything. <laughs> I'll let you know, mate. I'll let you know, mate. <laughs> you know what, County? I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you just 
Go and think about what you've done, all right? <laughs> the naughty stats, sit in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then come back and have a bloody good think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, you've, let me, you've let me down, you've let yourself down, you've let the town down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it can't go on. Otherwise, the ice cream man won't come or something. Oh, I don't know, you can I've not got kids. What's a sad little life? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, for, for me, it's kind of a mixture of everybody, really. Yeah, I, I won't say I'm angry, but I'm really, really disappointed. And yeah, I, I wanted to see him in the championship. So just a massive thanks, really, for everything you've done for us over the three spells that you've been with us. Um, not just this one, although this one is the, is the most recent, obviously. Um, yeah, so other things as well. So we have got the Darren Ryan podcast coming up very soon. Uh, you'll That'll be out over the weekend. Um, and we've got some exciting guests potentially lined up as well um, in the coming weeks so listen out for those um, and maybe even Jim will come on I mean we've been we've been trying for years so now now he's now he's not doing much else maybe he'll come on and <laughs> spend some time with us and, and give us his version of the story um, but yeah or oh, just talk about the 90s I could listen to Jim talk about the 90s forever so I'll, I'll take anything well that's yeah. it yeah and yeah, yeah. absolutely and, and we will still do the um, the the year since Stock took over, I think we can still do that. We'll still chart it. It will end with obviously Gannon leaving, and that's yeah. Uh, we know we know how that that particular podcast is going to end now because I was finding it hard to work out how to how exactly to end it. So yeah. spoiler cheers, alert lads. There. Spoiler alert there, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we won't put that in the trailer. No point we fucking will... listening to it now. Where's the game ruins this? <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely less tits though. Just, a, <laughs> just, just about. All of us. All of them. <laughs> right, gents. Uh, and with that, I will um, call that a wrap. Uh, hope you sleep well tonight. Don't think about it too much. Don't have nightmares. Be nice Don't to everyone. Nightmares. Be nice yeah. to everyone. You know what? Do, do have nightmares because you can wake up tomorrow and it could be Joey fucking Barton as manager. <laughs> yeah, so, do, do, do have nightmares, kids. All right. Yeah, that's that's good. good po- that's a good point, though, isn't it? You know, you must a part of you must be excited about what's to come as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the yeah really. My cat isn't because I've been walking around the house screaming for about an hour and a half <laughs> at, the, at the top of my voice. <laughs> she's livid. She doesn't know what's going on. She's she's tunneled in behind the washing machine, so that's going to be a fun two, like, two hours trying to drag her out of there. So thanks, County. His neighbours will be like, you're shouting at that cat again. <laughs> Jim Gammon must have been sacked. <laughs> oh, well, I, I've, I'm very proud with how I've held it together there. Yeah. I could I, I could have come I could have come on here drunk and high on an assortment of street drugs and high cakes and whatever they call them, but I, I wasn't. <laughs> that went well, right? I think that's definitely one of our best. Hey, well... Let's wrap it up there. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, speak to you all, listen to you all, hear you all soon. Ta-da-da. Bye. Where's, where's Mick
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.